It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scani Johnny podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, Scani Johnny himself. And with me, as per usual, we present to you Aaron Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, 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 Super Bowl halftime show, immediate thoughts. What do you think? Uh, well, uh, the number of people who are like, hey, man, if you like that halftime show, make sure you go check your, your retirement and your Social Security because you're old. And I was like... I'll make sure to tell my 15-year-old that because he knew it all. Like he he knew all those songs. He knew all the uh, all the musicians. He knew everything that was happening, uh, except for Mary J. Blige, I guess. So he knew all the other stuff. Oh, that's too bad. It's, yeah, Mary J. is Mary J. is the best one of the bunch. I I love Mary J. Blige. I was I was likened her to uh, uh, she was Gladys Knight to she was Gladys Knight to Beyonce being Diana Ross. Huh, all right, Gladys Knight was better, but everybody, <laughs> but 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 Diana Ross was more flashy. Huh? So, anyways, that was my take on it. I thought the show was excellent, and uh, yeah, no, that was kind of the joke this morning. Was like, you know, everyone talks about like, oh, you know, when we were younger, it was like, oh, why are we bringing up the Who and Paul McCartney? Let's do one for the kids, and yeah, it's too bad, but <laughs> too bad the kids are us now and we're we're not kids anymore but anyways <laughs> it was a really good show and you know the show in in, in the ages of uh, ages of some of the performers you know you know eminem and uh i think it was eminem's 49 then mary j blige um uh, snoop and uh tupac were all born in 71 um uh, you know dre is the oldest one at uh, born in 69 um you know, they're all born. I mean, they're all the same age. You know, they they yeah. all came up together. Notorious B.I.G.s in that same group too. Mm. Um, so, I mean, just I mean, that's but it, uh, to be expected. They were all peaking at the same time back in the early '90s. But uh, no, that the the set was awesome. Um, the the made up Compton set, and then yeah. the 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 grid of L.A. across the floor like that. Yeah, and it was it was just a really good show. And then. 50 said hanging upside down. And if, if you and everybody who doesn't get that joke, <laughs> go watch the video from 2001, 2002 when it came out. That's right. how it started with him hanging upside down. Right. So that's that show was that halftime show was excellent. It was very well put together. Um, I've watched lots of halftime shows and uh, I still give Prince the nod for best halftime show ever just from just he had the advantage of playing in the rain that kind of made it super cool (laughs) but this one was this one was really really good and uh it definitely really brought out uh the hateful people in america it really did if you watch twitter but uh i thought i thought that was a great show people just go to the super bowl just just to try to find ways to be angry about things and I mean, when I got done with that game, just my my little side here is uh, I said, yeah, um, you know, Matthew Stafford is is very good. He's a very good quarterback and has been for a long time now. And he's on a great team where somebody else was the MVP of that team Uh and of that game. And yeah, when he's got great people around him, he can be an okay guy who does nice things. He's played with a lot of great wide receivers throughout his career now, like Mm -hmm. two of the best, like literally two of the three best seasons ever basically yeah like he played uh, with golden tate yeah and by the way like cooper cup didn't become great this year cooper cup's been good like he's he's just you been didn't, great you didn't you didn't even bat an eye at the golden no tate. i'm not gonna go with golden tate <laughs> you're not gonna go for that, that bait? guy come on it makes come on. me so mad um <laughs> but yeah and no, you're right and, and you're right too and, and he's on a team that uh he wasn't even the mvp of the super bowl nor even number i would i would argue that uh that uh, um donald's number two right Do- donald got the reggie white treatment yeah he was he was fantastic he, he yeah. is the next best guy on that team right now right uh, 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 reggie white should have gotten the, the mvp of the packers super bowl in 90 uh 95 96 but they gave it to desmond howard because he splashed in that one game yeah 
Reggie, but, Reggie sacked the quarterback three times in that three game times. and probably had a bigger impact on the game. And I would say that Aaron Donald, after he woke up, he really had a major <laughs> impact on the game. Cooper Cup's really good. Don't This is me not ripping on Cooper Cup. No, no. He can have the MVP, but I would have to. And if the Bengals win, that middle linebacker, 51, is the MVP of the game. Yeah, yeah those, were, those were pretty fantastic because – yeah, he, he, Logan um, Logan Wilson, the the kid out of Wyoming, a couple years back. That guy had such a good game, and he was he was put out to dry a couple times, and did did a very good job. And I mean, just the Rams couldn't run anywhere. Uh, but yeah, right. no, just Cooper Cup found ways to get open, and Stafford almost missed him a lot, and actually missed several guys who were wide open. But to be very honest, Rogers did that a lot this year as well. Yeah. This year he he missed a lot of wide open people. Let's go back. Let's go back one month and think yeah. about that last play forcing yeah, yeah. it into Devonte Adams when uh, EQ was running with a twenty yard bubble around him. Yeah, so many things went wrong there. But yeah, no, um, good for the Rams, and, I guess. But I'd rather have seen Cincinnati win that. It would have been a better story. Best part about that game, Evan McPherson, the kicker from the Bengals, who was perfect in the <laughs> off season. Stays out on the field during halftime to watch the halftime show. It was and pretty taking, great. And taking heat because, oh, you need to be back in the locker room with your teammates discussing strategy. He's the kicker. What are they going to do? Hey, McPherson, what do you think about stopping this front four for the Rams so we don't get Joe Burrow buried in the backfield here? Hmm. Well, I was. <laughs> thinking no most of the time the it's kicker like, the long snapper the punter go out, out there and maybe we should yeah. chip him a little bit You're right like, well, no, who usually, are you usually usually the kicker usually the kicker if he doesn't have to go into the he'll go in to like get a drink and go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah literally a drink like a manhattan yeah. or something like That's, that he but he'll go in and he'll you know get something to drink and go to the bathroom and come right back out because it's the only chance they get to work on kicking in the stadium when it's not the pregame because everybody else is doing things. You know, half the time the kickers are kicking over top of the other players to try and get their kicks in. I mean, I've been at Lambeau field when the kickers stay out through all of halftime, just Mm -hmm. working on kicks, getting the, getting the wind in. I mean, and so he's not going to kick with a set that looks like Compton (laughs) running from the goal line to the goal line. So may as well sit up there and watch the damn show. He earned the front row spot. He may as well watch it. And I am yeah. pro what he did. Because you know what? If someone had had a problem, they would have came and got him. Yeah. So. God, he's, was a, God he's, a, he's a cocky little. He's, <laughs> he's, he looks I, like a kid, too. He's just such a. Oh, my God. A, a well, I told, you what he, he, I told you what he said before he went out to kick the winner against the Titans, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Gave, he turned around to Joe Burrow, gave the little leg swing, and goes, oh, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game, boys. <laughs> and then. Went out and kicked it. Yeah. So it and was just fantastic. Anyways, so moving off that. All right. Well, we'll remind you because we're still in our opening uh, that you can follow this show <laughs> at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can we follow... are a pro Wisconsin sports. We shows. are. And yeah. you can follow me at Not So Humble Host where you will find all the Stafford bros just being mad at me while not actually addressing anything I actually said. But addressing the conversation they'd rather have with me, which is the one I'm not actually having with them, because I didn't say he sucks, because that's not the thing I said. No, you didn't. Uh, but Aaron, I know you're on Twitter as well. Where do people find uh, yeah. you? Yeah, you can find me at Cheddar Talk John, and I am not dealing with the Stafford Bros. I am dealing with the uh, the uh, Kid Rock, Lee Greenwood, and Ted Nugent should have done the halftime uh, show Bros. All right, that's what we'll get next year, I'm sure. <laughs> Because Eminem kneeled, and we'll we'll have to deal with whatever that is now. So, hmm. all right, we're gonna get everything going into actual sports here in what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, main event. Uh, let's talk some bucks. We are bucks. at that part of the year. Buck, buck, bucks? Question mark? Bucks. Yes, because uh, no, it's, it's a good place to start. They're the they're the reigning W or I tried to put <laughs> world and NBA together there. They're world the reigning NBA. NBA. I was going to say world champions, and I hate that, even though it is an international sport now in the NBA. So I guess I could say world champions. I feel better about that than World Series. 
But World Series um, has, I mean, like there, there's a team. There are there's one team from another country in this league. So, truth and and there's players from all over the world now, and so MLB well, is pretty. It's that hilarious too, old so. joke with um with Eddie Izzard who does the like, and the World Series uh and America's won every year, haven't they? Every year, <laughs> great for you in a world event. And he was literally wrong <laughs> when that happened because the Blue Jays had won twice before he made that joke. So, right. Well, good for him. I mean, like, he doesn't know. He doesn't it's watch it's still there. I mean, it's still he's British. So he's British. The only, the only one that really, the only one who really can't say world champion anymore is the NFL, because there's a very small, uh, a, a very small uh, smattering of international players who <laughs> came from anywhere else than the United States, or were perhaps born in another country and then played all of their football years here. Like Giannis never played basketball in the United States before coming here. Right. Yeah. You know, there, and, there, and it can be said about other players. Same thing about Dominican baseball players, uh, uh, Asian baseball players, yeah, stuff foreign like football that players moved here as children and picked up football in high school. Right. So I guess, you know, I guess we can say world champion. So anyways, uh, they're the best. Yeah, no, world. let's, let's give some respect to our world champion, uh, NBA, champion milwaukee bucks and let's let's lead off with them after five minutes of garbage super bowl talk <laughs> right so. well they they did kind of what i said was going to happen here i thought they'd beat the blazers though i guess um we knew they'd beat the lakers because the lakers aren't good the lakers well, i mean i mean they just beat the they just beat the pants off the blazers just before last week's show that yeah, that, that's like, the that back-to-back we talked uh, well josh yeah. and i talked about the 137 on two straight teams and then they get the right. Lakers. They put up one thirty-one, and then that Suns game, which is exactly what we thought it would be. I think. I mean, like, I'm not that worried about that game because they just really cared way more. Like it. Oh, it, the, the, and the Phoenix uh, fans are stuck in the NBA Finals yet. They were yeah. counting when Giannis was on the line, which actually seemed to work. I'm sorry that that was. Hmm, I hope that doesn't catch back on, but yeah. uh, he was still getting he's still getting rid of it in four seconds. So it seemed kind yeah, of you didn't much moot. matter because he um, because well didn't much matter because he was able to get rid of the ball faster because that's who he is now. He doesn't shoot like right. that. he wasn't he wasn't shooting free throws as good as he has been all season. But uh, but no, Phoenix was playing uh, like they were still in the NBA finals. And still in game seven, which I, I can't even say anything about it because our squad came out game one this year and punched the nets in the mouth and kept punching them in the mouth all the way to the end of the game. So, I mean, I understand that the Suns, I mean, and they're the best team in basketball this year, too. So, like, yeah, I part of me was like, eh. And I'm like, hey, Suns, yeah, great. You're out to prove something here. But they, you know, I mean, they in, said it before the game, too. Like, they were in there talking with, I forget who did the, the silent broadcasting, but she she came out and she's like, they were all talking about it. They're like, we're going to show them what it is. We're going to we're gonna tell them what happened last year. And this and we're like, they're talking about last year? It's like, yeah, they're going to win this game, I, but I don't care because last year's I, done I mean, it, and there was a trophy for us at the end of it. <laughs> it's, it's it's super lame but at the same time i mean that's I mean, it's but like i said the bucks came out game one and punched the nets right in the mouth because there was all the talk in the offseason about how the nets you know were uh, kd being one shoe size smaller away from knocking the bucks out of the playoffs and so they came out and they whomped the nets right off the bat and i have they lost to the nets yet this year either way i, I don't think so. anyhow so like they they popped him in the mall, and it's 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 a revenge thing. Plus, you know, Chris Paul, he's the most likable, hateable guy on in the NBA in <laughs> sports, maybe. Like, because yeah. it's hard not to like the guy, but he is super hateable. Um, very punchable face. Not not as punchable face as Grayson Allen, but pretty punchable face. Yeah, um, I mean, there's he, a reason he keeps going to different teams all the time. <laughs> Not not like James Harden though, but no, no, no. I mean, he he does tend to make other players on the court better around him. But, yeah, he's still successful um, everywhere he goes. Just eventually, he kind of starts rubbing people wrong. Is basically right, exa- right, exactly. Unlike James Harden, who doesn't make other people better, he plays really well himself, and then he's hateable slowly, everywhere he goes. Slowly instantly. implodes the team around yeah. him. You know, I mean, he 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 broke apart the OKC team that had him and Westbrook and. KD and Serge Ibaka as one, two, three, and four. 
<laughs> I mean, that team should have won multiple NBA championships. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if you want to so talk no, about uh, this too, then let's yeah. let's make that transition. Who was the the fourth player on that OKC team? Serge, Serge, Serge Ibaka, yeah. Serge, Serge Ibaka, if you will. Yes, I love that nickname. Yes, adds adds. He comes into the Bucks. But, but, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Bucks, tw- Bucks, Bucks. Twitter even put out a tweet today, right after he got his first block in the game tonight, saying, "Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it." Ah, Ibaka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that dude played for the Raptors a couple of years ago. We can't like him, right? Can we? Oh, so we got to swallow. We got to swallow just like Grayson He's... Allen. This is what this is what happens when you have a good team, folks, and you're going for championships. You might have to sign somebody who beat you, or you don't. Yeah, like. but but I I don't. I've never disliked Serge Ibaka. He's like a straight up oh. like good guy, like no, a, just Serge a great is, guy. You, you yeah. have to root for him. He sends a lot of money to Africa, doing a lot of different charity. Um, no, Serge is an amazing human being. Yes. I just meant like as a, a raptor. Oh yeah. Losing yeah. to his team was bad, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean like I don't have anybody on that Raptors team I particularly hated, I guess. They just beat us. There's there's differences. There's guys you hate and there's guys who beat you. And I was like, Yeah, they just beat us. That's all they did. And that they they deserved it. Uh but yeah, yeah. Ibaka got to play today against uh against uh Portland, but they also gave Giannis today, uh so he didn't play at all. So the starting lineup is, you know, Middleton, Ibaka, Portis, Holiday, and Allen. Boy, yeah. If you would had, if you would have so, had that one on your Bucks starting lineup bingo card <laughs> at the beginning of this year, and Noara getting twenty four minutes puts up seventeen, and you, Wigginton puts up eleven. That's what I yeah. Ty. Yeah, Tyler. Uh, he gets eighteen minutes, puts up eleven. Eighteen minutes for for Wesley Matthews, who doesn't get any points, but. Yeah, Bucks well, fall gonna... to Portland, um, giving up thirty-one to Anthony Simmons. You're like, I, uh, I, uh, I, I forgot to bring it up with friend of the show Pete today. I don't know why I didn't either, but um, after uh, not landing Schrade, uh, Schroeder, 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 Schroeder. Okay, his name his name vexes me. Like oh, it takes me back to my um, uh, uh, LD days in uh, elementary school, learning how to talk. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it, it really bothers me. That's one of the words that bothers me. Schroeder, um, after not landing him or some, uh, some, some guard help instead of getting surge, which is nice, but you know, that's, you know, we don't have a big guy per se, as long as splash is still out. So, um, that, that was, that was pretty magnified right after Connington hurt his you know yeah. hand and had to have surgery. I mean, that was kind of like, Oh, Oh, like maybe, you know, surge was a nice piece. Um, but like the, that night, I think the trade happened that day and then Connington broke his hand that night. And it was like, Oh, uh, come on. So, and I think I tweeted you too. I think, uh, I, yeah. I think uh, Nora is going to have this is, you know, you specifically Nora, called out Nora is going to have to put up put up points now. He's yeah. going to have to put up minutes at least because they ain't got anybody else. And, you know, friend of the show, Pete, talked about how Nora um, not getting the minutes that he thinks he should. And who knows where it's coming from. But uh, here's his time to shine. He better he better uh, uh, lose himself in the moment and own it. Yeah. Never, never let it go. You only get one <laughs> shot. Do not miss your chance to blow because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better. No, sorry. Yeah. No, you nailed Half, it. Very that good. halftime show was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, no, Nora, I, I hope we get to see some of him um, in the next couple of weeks. And it works out well going into the playoffs because I don't think we're going to get any guard help going to the playoffs. So I think it's much got, else. Yeah. We got, we got Holiday and Hill, and that's about it. Holiday, uh, yeah, Hill, and we're going to have Allen, and we're going to have Wesley Matthews and Wigginton. Yeah, that's what we're going to be looking at for guard play. I guess we're going to be playing the big lineup, you know, <laughs> like we got. Uh, right. I mean, we started with Ibaka and Portis on the floor. Like, come on. It just And 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 here's how you beat it I, is if, if you're Portland and what they did, shoot 41.9 from three. You know, eighteen of forty-three from three. <laughs> that seems that's that how seems you win. To be, that seems to be a winning formula for for any game. But any, you got, anybody. I mean, 
You want you want to not have Portis and Debaca destroy you? Shoot forty two percent from three. Because <laughs> exactly. it, it definitely worked, didn't it? Yeah. Um, if, yeah. if you if you show me a box score and I see forty two or anything over forty percent from three, <laughs> then I know why you won. Like that's why. So, what is it like? So so if you shoot 40 percent from three, it's the equivalent of shooting seventy percent inside uh, the arc. It's it's basically like adding half your percent back on. So it's kind of like. I mean, if you're shooting 40% from three, um, it's kind of like shooting about 60 because you're, you know, from, so, yeah, else, from elsewhere. Was, that know. was bad. That was bad math. It was on the fly math, and I no, didn't fine. have a calculator in front Then of you me. made so, yeah. me have to do on the fly math. I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it's, just... yeah, it's, 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 it's not, I mean, it's not quite, well, it is 33% better. Yeah. It's exactly that's basically what it is. Yeah. Better. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you're shooting 40 from three, I mean, 60% from the field in any game is going to win you mm-hmm. the game, you know? So that's, yeah, yeah. no, that's right. Uh, and they're going to have, I mean, coming up, you know, they got the Pacers and then two teams that just traditionally and historically that they, they just hate these two teams. And I think they'll do pretty well here. They got the Sixers who just, the, the Sixers don't have a formula <laughs> for beating the box. They just aren't, they aren't that team. Didn't they trade Simmons too? Did he actually get traded? Oh, I couldn't oh, John, even remember. John, you're not there. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I so. mean, like, did, did the, I don't have. Oh, oh, I'm see. Oh, are you being are you being sarcastic, facetious, or uh, literal? I, I I don't actually know. I wasn't paying any attention to Simmons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Simmons, they 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 traded Simmons for Harden. So Harden's oh, on right. the seven. Harden's on the 76ers now. I did remember uh, that now. Yeah. So yeah, Seth, we'll play Seth, both Seth, those teams. Seth, Seth Seth Curry is now on the Brooklyn Nets as well. Gosh. Um. So somehow. Someone somewhere thought that the egos of Joel Embiid and James Harden will be able to coexist, which mm-hmm. they probably will because James Harden does okay for like the first couple months he's anywhere, and then eventually it all falls apart. I mean, it was this time last year that he forced himself. Was it this time last year he forced himself out of Houston to Brooklyn? Probably. So this is year. the trade deadline, so yeah. Yeah, and so and he's – getting old and i mean i'm fat but that dude <laughs> is that dude Jeez. is he's 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 chunky man he looks like he looks like 50 cent representing a 75 cents last night during the halftime show yes yeah, true uh 50 then, cent 50 cent the 50 cent looks more like a buck 50 these days no Anyway, that's somebody at work called, but, but James today. But anyway, like, so uh, Seth Curry and, um, oh, one other guy went over to the Nets. Yeah. So the Nets, the Nets paid or the Sixers paid a pretty hefty ransom for Harden. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know why. I, I don't either, I guess. Uh, I mean, I mean how- because you have a, because you have a psychopath that refuses to play. And you need to they're in fourth place and they think they're going somewhere. I mean, they literally two teams that are in the top five in the East just swapped a whole bunch of players. Well, and Brooklyn must, is now that eighth. Where, that must be where they're at with Simmons. Brooklyn I mean, is now eighth place in the East. Oh, they're seven games back in Miami. But eighth, eighth place is only like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah seven games seven back. Games. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like the Bucks are in fifth, two and a half back. My uh, Philadelphia is two and a half back at fourth. Uh, so yeah, that I mean, there's not a lot separating the top six there, really, or especially the top five. I mean, what what are they going to get yeah. out of Harden? I mean, I'm just I I'm I'm just waiting. Just watch I, I just fall down. Watch. And not only that, like who is watching out for James Harden? Like who who is like making sure that he keeps getting these opportunities? Because I mean, he hasn't been relevant since. 18? No. Yeah, it's he been was, almost, it's been almost 4 years. I mean, when he was, was angry, he didn't get that MVP over Giannis. Uh yeah. and then he hasn't been anything since. Right. <laughs> Except a whole bunch of memes for being stoned out of his mind and getting yeah. traded constantly. Yeah. And getting, yeah, I mean, and just demanding his way out of And as a matter of fact, it came out it came out this week too that he leaked to the Woj camp <laughs> something about don't you know, I he'll be his camp leaked out. He might be traded, but it's 
it's the Nets idea because Harden's camp doesn't want people to get the idea that he wants to get out of yet another team. Jeez. <laughs> that was a real thing. That was an honest Jeez. God real thing. Like I at first, you know, like when you're scrolling through the Twitter feed and you're like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And like it, and then all of a sudden that one was like slamming on the brakes at 75 miles an hour. Like, wait, what? You go back and you look at it and you start reading it and like, no, there's like five or six places reporting that James Harden's yeah, it's it's just right. it's entertainment. It's the WWF except for they follow some basketball, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move friend, on. Friend of the show, friend of the show, Pete's gonna hate that I just compared the NBA to the WWF. WWE, excuse me, boy, showing right. my age. Yeah, not preserving wildlife here. We're just on and on, but. Uh, We'll move on to. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, where else are you going to see flying clotheslines ten feet up in the air? I mean, it's every time, every time <laughs> Giannis drives the lane, it's WWE. Yeah, yeah it's, they, someone's taking him out at the knees. Someone's taking him out at the head. Yeah, I heard Paul hitting him right in the groin. <laughs> right, exactly. And then Paul Bear is on the sideline with an urn, and then the Undertaker gets up and he goes and shoots free throws. It's great. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Yeah, I want to watch the Undertaker oh, shoot God. free throws. <laughs> that be the thing. I mean, Undertaker's like six foot eight, man. He's, yeah, he, you got to figure that he had to play some basketball in his day. I don't know he's actually right. he can walk down. He can walk down the the uh, top rope. So you know. All right, uh, we'll take a look over at college basketball. Uh, since we recorded last week on Tuesday, that was the day that Wisconsin beat Michigan State in East Lansing. Uh, yeah. They got the that's the second year in a row they've beaten Michigan State on the road. Uh, first time that's happened in I don't know fifteen years something like that. It was it was a long time. Yeah. And then uh, they followed that up by just laying an egg by just going and playing Rutgers and just giving everything up. They they didn't they didn't shoot. They didn't do anything particularly well. Uh, Tyler Wall with twenty three points leads the team and just. I mean, they shot 47% from the floor, 21 from three. And and Rutgers shot the lights out. I mean, they shot, look at this, 58.3% from three. I mean, it's seven of 12, but still. I mean, we, we, we just did some three-point math earlier. That's, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of points. It's a lot fewer. Lot I mean, it's 21 points on 12 shots. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that that's good if you can get it. And then they also shot 51 from the rest of the floor. Um, just, I mean, yeah, Chucky Hepburn goes three of eight, Johnny Davis, five of 10 for 11 points while doing great. Uh, just not getting a lot anywhere else vote, getting two points, a total of three points from the bench and they lose 65, 73 Rutgers has two of the weirdest wins this year in the big 10 beating Purdue at home and Wisconsin in Wisconsin. I mean, right. Those are games. They, they, there's just no reason they should ever win those. Um, I had a weird feeling about that game, but that wasn't one I thought they'd lose, really. I really thought they'd win that one. They'll get Rutgers again at the end of the year in New Jersey. Uh, that's the, I, I, Or the end of the month here, at least. I, I listened to most of that game on the radio in the background while I was getting other stuff done. Um, and Matt LaPay um, made Rutgers out to be a better team than everyone. I mean, maybe that's the homer take because he's – the Wisconsin guy calling the games, but I, I think a little bit higher of Matt LePay than that. He he's right. He's no, yeah, much yeah. much like much like most of the Wisconsin um, broadcasters, he's has a little bit of unbiasedness to him, and the fact that he's okay with being real about his own team. But he he did it. He kind of broke down Rutgers, and he's like, this team shouldn't be as bad as everybody thinks. They really they shouldn't. Are. If you've like, watched Rutgers, they've got some mm-hmm. talent. they got some height. They they can do some things in rebounding. They, they've, they been on, they've been on the road, and they beat Wisconsin and Wisconsin and Purdue at Purdue. You just mentioned it. Like, yeah. that's incredible. Like yeah, they're 15-9. and nine. I mean, yeah. they're hanging they're, around. They're, pro- they're probably going to make the tournament. Yeah, and we'll see so, how they do here. But, I mean, like. Wisconsin's going to get Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota before they play Rutgers again uh, at the end of the month. So, and and, and and let's put a positive spin on it too. Uh, you didn't mention first of all, you didn't mention it earlier when you said the uh, winning back to back at or back to back season Michigan State. They also won at Michigan State and Purdue for the right. first time since six, the sixties. It was either, <laughs> I think it was sixty three. I want to say sixty three. And the other thing is too is that as the Big Ten 
you do want a team like Rutgers knocking off your top people here and there because that keeps your conference stronger. Yeah. You know, the Big Ten is vying to be the most the, the, the most powerful conference in college basketball. You you want that competition. It's going to help you with seeding at the end of the year, too. And so uh, maybe, uh, hopefully, you know, Rutgers will get a little bit of uh, – Knocked my headphones out of my ears, swinging yeah. my hands around, <laughs> talking with my hands. Ouch, yeah, they'll get really a little hurt. bump here and, and help out with that. <laughs> but I mean, the Badgers dropped to number fifteen now with that loss. I mean, from fourteen to fifteen. But yeah, I mean, the Badgers will be fine. They've got nineteen wins no, already. Absolutely. They're they're, they're going to be fine. So it's just you know that, that's a bad loss. Rutgers is is better than what they've played as in terms of their their win loss. But this is the well, game that, you should have won. I guess that's what I was arguing. Was, it's not really a bad loss. It's no. a loss. It's, it's one loss. they should have won, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you got to win those types of games, I think. And it's a trap game. You've got a, a, a good, scrappy, disciplined team that you're playing that you know you should beat after you just beat the team you really wanted to beat, <laughs> which is Michigan mm-hmm. State. Um, right. But you want to talk again about teams having a little bit of letdown after really coming off the mountaintop. Marquette was number 24 and they, they just swept Villanova last week. Mm-hmm. And then they played Yukon and Butler and they lose them both. And that's just, uh, I thought, and I think I said this, I think Butler was going to be the one where I was like, man, there's a real chance Butler wins one of these ones because Marquette wasn't going to win out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought they'd do better than that. Just losing both those games to, to unranked teams. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Just just strange. Uh, and giving up 85 to Butler. Uh, Butler, who is now, with the win, up to 12 and 13. Right. Um, just just not shooting well. Uh, 34% from three. They do shoot I mean, a lot of threes. The, the East is weird this year. And if we weren't a, uh, a pro Marquette podcast um and we were somewhere else in i don't know connecticut talking about like boy this year is really weird look at marquette who thought that marquette would be anywhere in the top 25 like it's kind of just if you look at it from the opposite point of view like yeah we didn't uh just yeah they've been playing so well but i mean more so in back-to-back games puts up just terrible offensive numbers yeah against yukon he goes three of 12 I mean, and he's been fairly decent in terms of offensive scoring. Three of twelve for nine points, three of ten for nine points uh, against uh, Butler. UConn was ranked twenty fourth, mm-hmm. but still, just man, uh, th- those were lost opportunities. They're going to play, you know, Georgetown next, and that's one they're just going to walk away with Georgetown. They're going to get them at home. Then they got to go to Omaha to play Creighton Blue Jays. And then their chance against Butler, uh, taking Butler back at home and uh, have an opportunity there. But the next three uh, very winnable games. Creighton's going to be a rough one. Creighton beat them earlier this year, but they they destroyed Georgetown back in mm-hmm. in D.C. earlier this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess you say they're winnable, but it's Creighton and Butler, and those teams both beat you early, earlier already. So, I mean. Who knows? I mean, the East is rough. I, I mean, it, it is, and maybe that, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of uh, uh, equity, a little bit of parity in the in the Big East too. I mean, uh, like it's like yeah. I said, you know, maybe there's, there's talent if, there. If, if if we weren't here, you know, like everyone would be like, "What the heck is going on with Marquette? Like they're not supposed to be this good, right? Like could they could they go sit down, <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop making a mess of the East? I don't know. Like I I, I like the competition. I don't know if it's gonna. I, you know, it's going to help him in the rankings on the road. I think Marquette is also going to make the tournament. So, uh, uh, oh, hey, by the way, do you know, do you know why uh, Patrick Ewing went to Georgetown? As a player or as a coach? As a player. I don't know that offhand. Have you ever heard that story? Because he was supposed to go no. play at North Carolina with uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. We'll, we'll talk about it after the show. The rest right. of you can look it up. The rest of you can look it up on Wikipedia or <laughs> Google. Right. So the Buc- okay. uh, sorry, the, the, the Golden Eagles have five games left. If they can go four and one, they'll be you know twenty and ten on the season, which would be a fantastic year. I mean, if they don't, either way, this has been a very good year with a very young team. So that's that's really kind of where they are. But yeah, Ooh, Aaron, we have tried to fill up a lot of time here, but. 
There's basically just basketball to talk about. Hey, guess what? There's nothing going on with baseball. No, no, because they there's all nothing. suck. There's just nothing. They all suck. And I'm, it's hurtful. And I, I know Wendy, Wendy's, Wendy's soul is dying on Colorado right now, too. I mean, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I do have a baseball thing we can talk about. All right. Give her. Okay, so the Brewers are having their Arctic tailgate on oh, that's uh, right, yeah. uh, February 26th, well, 25th and 26th, uh, down in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stay outside the stadium. I Basically, if you stay overnight, you're one of the first 200. You can get a T-shirt, blah, 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 whatever. Um, some good deals on opening day seats and stuff like that. Not that we're going to have an opening day, but you know what? What a dream. Yeah, at some point. Um, so, uh, but uh, that's the same day that we are... We bought uh, the friend of the show, Pete, as a season ticket holder for the Bucks, and we are going down to see the Bucks play the Nets that day. And since we don't have the kids, we're going to go to the Arctic tailgate too because that's the same day. All right, that sounds fun. So there we go. I've never, you know, these are things we couldn't do when we were in Superior Duluth, John. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not driving six hours for the Arctic tailgate, but heck, it's right down. There. And we still have rain checks from the uh, Benji's Bobbleheads Day uh, last oh. uh, last fall, so we got to turn those in before March first. So okay. that's what's going on with the Brujas. <laughs> Just not much. All right, I, I had gonna... I had to make stuff up. Come on, that's yeah, I know that's where we are. All right, everybody. We're going to have a shorter show this week. We're going to wrap everything up in what we like to call, uh, pardon me, I should say as as we normally do, what we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. All right, to give you a rundown like we normally do here, Badger men's hockey uh, had home this weekend playing number 11 Notre Dame, and they split, which is which is great at this point because that's what we're mm-hmm. building back to being something at this point. It's it's a down year in that we lost a ton of big-time talent last year. 5-3 win uh, on Friday. Matthew de Saint-Fal gets a goal and two assists. The other goals were Josh S., Jack Gorniak, who are those seniors on senior night, uh, Ryder, Donovan, and uh, Carer. Uh, we'll get the other goals there. So jo- Josh S like E S S or E S S S S Josh S not 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 S. Josh S period. No E S S E S S Josh S. He's not S. he's not like Truman or something. He's he's <laughs> uh, game two get uh, or like Homer J Simpson. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Badgers lose two to three. Uh, Matthew De Saint Fal and Zach Erdahl get the two goals. Uh, Zach Erdahl's was with like a minute. 20 left on a redirect uh, in front of the net, but obviously it was already three to one at that point. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to mistake Erdahl's last name for a letter of the alphabet. That's good of you. Cause I don't know what alphabet you'd be using, but okay. Probably, probably Prussian, Russian. I don't know. <laughs> Something with an umlaut. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yes. Uh, they yes. Fowl is a sophomore and then also Corson Kuhlman's uh, freshman right now. They're leading the team in, in goals and points. That's the future of this team right now. We got a lot of seniors who played a lot of years, but they're they're kind of the guys who've been around and weren't really about to head somewhere just yet. So we'll see what they can do in the next couple of years here with with building off this. Um, if they can get something next year with this kind of young group that's that's been kind of building up this team this year. Next week they'll be playing number five Minnesota. Badger women are back up to number three. They played Minnesota State Mankato, the uh, Mavericks, this week. They get a 5-2 win, followed by a 7-2 win. Uh, getting some good goals from uh, Daryl Watts. and McKenna Webster had a three-assist game in game one as well. Uh, she continues to be one of the leading scorers on the team, along with Daryl Watts. So team continues to play very well, and uh, looking forward to more of that. In uh, men's D3 hockey, you got some... Uh, Good division action or conference action here. UWSP played Northland. They win 6-2-7-3. Eau Claire played River Falls and wins 2-1-3-0. Uh, Stout and Superior played a home-and-home and home each won at home. Stout gets a 6-4 win. Superior gets a 5-2 win. I forgot to mention UWSP, the 10th-ranked UWSP st- uh, pointers. And they are your regular season uh, WIAC champions, uh, so they'll get that going into the the tournament here. Which, by the way, the tournament champion does not get an automatic bid. 
because they're a smaller conference, I guess, but there's no automatic bid for the WIAC. There is a w- an automatic bid for the NCHA. Uh, that tournament will be starting this next weekend coming up, but in the games leading into it here, number five, St. Norbert, played number one ranked Adrian this week. Adrian won both. They win 8-4-6-2. Uh, Trine was at Lawrence and... Trine? A, Trine from Angola, Trine that, Indiana. The Trine that Thunder. Fine, the fine university from Indiana, yes. Yeah, the fine Trine, the Trine Thunder. <laughs> the, the fine Trine Thunder. I like <laughs> Trine wins 6-2-7-2. Uh, the Milwaukee School of Engineering... Continues to not be good at hockey. They lose to number fourteenth ranked Aurora three to six, and then zero four. Um, I want to I want to say that John, let's just back it up for just a second here. I ahead. remember that one. We were living up north in Duluth. I remember that was kind of one of the big fuffles was that uh, both D one and D three because there is no D two in hockey, Correct. and it's the most insane thing you'll ever. Because anyhow, um, <laughs> both those both those frozen fours, frozen fives, frozen fours. Yeah. Um, the Midwest only had one seed in each, like back, this is back a couple of years ago, and especially with the D3, it was like, there was two Eastern, two Eastern, um, seeds, which they made up less than half of the, the hockey teams that played hockey <laughs> in D3 and then, uh, hockey teams that played hockey. Imagine that no, yep. they played they, they, the they hockey teams that play lacrosse or curling. They, they play, yeah. They played uh, no. They played ultimate frisbee. Anyways, but yeah. So no, it was the the frozen four was there was two East teams, and then one team from the entire Midwest, which included Wisconsin, like all, the entire Midwest, yeah. and then one other seed for the Western states. <laughs> it was like yeah. so they were giving the Midwest and the Western states the same, and there was just this massive East Coast bias. In both of them, and that's yeah, it's uh, weird. Well, of course, like, I last year still, I the, think it's still the same. But of course, last year every single team that was in the, uh, the in the D one was from Minnesota, and they still lost. Yeah, they had three of the four teams in the Frozen Four, and BU won. Um, carrying on though, Marion beats Lake Forest <laughs> twice. They get a seven-two win oh. and a six-four win. And like I said, some garbage tweets yesterday about. Matt LaFleur has zero Super Bowl rings, and Kevin O'Connell has one Super Bowl ring. Eat that, <laughs> Packers fans. And it's like, I don't care. He just, like, the Vikings fans are taking credit for the Rams Super Bowl trophy. That's how sad and despondent oh, that. Let it go, Aaron. Is. Like, oh Come my on, God, people. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's okay, Aaron. It'll be all right, man. We'll get back to I'm football better. at some point. I'm better, but, but that's but that's exactly it. I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. All right. In women's hockey, D3, number five, Eau Claire beats Northland 4 nothing, and then 5 nothing. Uh Stevens Point splits with uh, Superior. Uh, they went 3-1 and then 2-4. So they split over the weekend. Um they had a makeup game, it looks like, where UW Eau Claire played against Superior and beat them for nothing. This coming week will be number five Eau Claire and number four River Falls facing off. Uh, that should be a fantastic one, and and hopefully move somebody up into those those higher brackets there. Um, in wrestling, for the Badgers, the Badgers beat Illinois thirty-two to ten. And the fun part is, well, they started, like we talked about before, they started at, uh, was it one, 133? Uh, mm-hmm. So Illinois got an early lead because they got a major decision. Uh, Kyle uh, Berwick lost to Lucas Bird in a 16-5 to major decision. And then they just kind of won all but one after that. There was a fall where uh, DJ Shannon got the fall against Andrew McNally at 174. Badgers won every other weight class. Uh, Eric Barnett finishes the match with a, a fall at uh, 331 uh, over Dane Derlacher or Derlasher. Sorry, I don't know if I, how he said it. Um, but yeah, Austin Gomez, Eric Barnett, Trent Hilger doing fantastic jobs so far. Uh, I am just, just, I have just loved the Austin Gomez stuff. He's he's always taking pictures with kids. Um, he seems to just rise above a lot of the the weird stuff, especially after that whole like last week had to deal with getting ethnic slurs yelled at him in Iowa. 
I know. Right after yeah. I said going to Carver is the best place to go watch wrestling. It's, yeah, that was that was yeah. fantastic. But the the best part is the Badgers actually finished the match, winning thirty three to ten, and then took an unsportsmanlike conduct at the end to have a point taken away to win thirty two to ten. It was so weird. Uh, so yeah. But either way, they, they win again. They got uh, Northern Iowa coming up and then Cornell, and they'll start heading into the Big Ten tournament and see how they do there. But uh, feeling good about them as a Big Ten team, you know, sitting there in that top 10 feels really good. Uh, in terms John, of. Go ahead. John, should, should we get to a match this year? That'd be fabulous. I'll have to take a look at my calendar. I don't know when I find time. I don't it. know when we do it either. But Time is yeah. hard to come by at this point. It's We're very blocked up. But. Uh, uh, in terms of D3 we'll, wrestling. We'll stop, stop eating so much cheese, John. Sorry. I do. All right, man. In D3 wrestling, everybody. <laughs> D3 wrestling. UW lacrosse falls from number four, drops to number seven overall. Uh, UW uh, Oshkosh, UW zero, is number 10. Eau Claire is at 19, followed by Whitewater at 21, and UWSP at 23. Uh, the WIAC has t- has five of the top twenty five teams in in wrestling right now, so that's always just a nice thing to look at. Uh, also doing very well in men's basketball. Uh, UW Oshkosh sitting right now at number three overall according to D three uh, basketball rankings. Uh, they're nine and two in conference and nineteen and three overall. Just behind them at number seven is UW Lacrosse, which blows my mind because. We are not a basketball school because I say we because I went there. I'm a graduate of UW Lacrosse. Go Eagles! Uh, nine and, and four uh, and nineteen and four overall. Every loss is in conference. Apparently, I, I, I love how that. I love how that just blows you away. That's it's so terrible. They were so bad, just so so bad. Like we just got beat up by like Viterbo and stuff. <laughs> if you don't know where Viterbo is, I guess, but. Uh, but UW Platteville is also at number eight. So three of the top ten teams in men's basketball are in Wisconsin. Uh, eight and four in conference for Platteville, nineteen and four overall. Um, Wisconsin also has two teams ranked in the top uh, fifteen in women's basketball. Uh, WIAC school UW Whitewater is twelve and one in conference and twenty-two and two overall. They're number seven in the country. And the other one is not one of the ones we normally mention, but Wisconsin Lutheran is ranked 15th in the country right now. Oh, um, is that right? Yeah, how about that? So shoot, they're down, they're down southeast corner there somewhere. I don't remember what city they're in, but Wisconsin Lutheran ranked uh, 15th in the country right now. Uh, no one else in WIAC is ranked. Uh, Stouts eight and four in conference and 13 and nine overall, and Eau Claire right behind them at eight and five with a 17-7 record, but uh, both those teams outside the top 25 right now looking on the outside looking in for this one. All right, Aaron, we, we have time. So anything else you have to say, or are we just, we're just going to wrap this up and send everybody they off are. on their way? Wisconsin Lutheran is at uh, 8800 West Blue Mound Road in Milwaukee. Okay, they're on Blue Mound. Yeah, they're, all right. They're, they're right, out by the, right out by the zoo. Yeah, close to Tosa there. Yeah, Tosa. Right. Tosa. And then the other thing is, uh, hey, did you hear this uh, This ongoing saga of the uh, Phoenix Coyotes? Oh, where they're going to build a 5,000-seat stadium? They, they drive or, me crazy. Or or something. Yeah. Or the fact that they're not even allowed to play in uh, the Valley of the Sun, where the, where the Suns play. Like they're they're being removed, and they're it's like a joke of a franchise, like of a sports franchise. And uh, meanwhile, in uh, Wisconsin, our D three schools are putting up two and three thousand kids, people watching games. Like well, we would sell the, out a five thousand seat stadium. We'd sell that out in Stevens Point or Wausau. I mean, we would. It, they 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 did talk about that about bringing the Coyotes to Wisconsin. They ought to. I, I, there, there, they was, would, there were some there were some hot rumors about that. And make uh, so much more money. Um, some people said that maybe not Milwaukee because Milwaukee seems to, um, and you'll see it with the Bucks too. Like not so much with the Brewers because of the Brewers radio network, and we all grew up with Bob Euchre, especially up. Like I speak for us from the northwestern part of the state, the furthest part away from Milwaukee. <laughs> like, like, like we can kind of relate to the Brewers, and it's all because of Bob Euchre. If it wasn't for Bob Euchre, I wouldn't care well, two rips. Of- 
Yeah, that, that? And they, they do stuff around the state. I mean, they do actually that, leave this, the city. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, and then the other thing was, um, uh, yeah, I, it just so like when the when the Bucks won the championship last year, it seemed very regional. It seemed very to Milwaukee and not the state of Wisconsin. And you've said that, too. That comes into the, the promoting the sport statewide. Um, yeah. Some people talked about putting the Coyotes in um, uh, Madison. I don't think a pro sports team would work in Madison. Uh, that'd be like putting a pro sports team in State College, Pennsylvania, or um, West oh. Bend, Indiana. Those are college towns. So I don't yeah. think that would work. Um, and there's just not enough people to go around. Madison's not big enough to support a professional sports team. Um, I, for one, John, would uh, say uh, bring the Coyotes to Proctor, Minnesota. <laughs> and we can have uh. the Proctor Coyotes. Uh, we will adopt them as our hockey team. But honestly, honestly, Scott, if you were to put a, if you were to put a pro hockey team in Roseau or Grand Rapids up Rozo. north in Minnesota, yeah. they would call them the Rams. More, they would pour, they would put more people in the stands for every game than Phoenix does. Like I'm, that's not even a joke. No. Like if you were to put a pro sports team in Duluth, pro hockey team in Duluth, they would do better than Phoenix. So, but pre COVID uh, um, the Badgers, consistently sold out an 18,000 seat stadium. It's the right. largest stadium in college hockey. They have the largest attendance in college hockey. I mean, Minnesota could build more seats and they'd sell them, but you know, Wisconsin has hockey fans. We would watch oh, a hockey no. team. Ab- ab- yeah. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just saying anywhere other than there, you know? So like I, I, I do have, I do have the, you know, I, the, the Wasa coyotes. Sure. Why not? Why not? So put them in yeah, I, somewhere everyone can drive to. Put them in Green Bay, we'll all drive there. The UP will come down and watch it. I, I say Wasa because it's dead smack in the middle. I lived in Wasa. It is, it's, yeah. e- it's easy it's easily commutable from any distance, but it's in the uh, middle I, of everything, just, yeah. The the caters are a joke. It's so yeah. Anyhow, that's all I had, John. I just wanted right. to, I just wanted to bring that up because you've always been I mean Put a team in Wisconsin, NHL, do it. Do it now. It's so dumb. It's it so now. dumb. It's ridiculous there's no team in this state. It's just ridiculous. All right. There's two teams in Florida and no team in Wisconsin for ice hockey. <sighs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. And hopefully next week, you know, the Bucks, the Badgers, and the, the Golden Eagles will figure ways to play basketball again. And Get us back into just that, that that vibe that we had right last week. Um, but, yeah, no, hopefully we can see some of that. And next week we'll talk about it again regardless of what happens. But thank you for joining us. Remember to follow the show at Pod. You can follow me at NotSoHumbleHost. And you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you're on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.